Welcome to Unleash Your Niche with me, Amy Cager, the podcast aimed at helping you get clear in your business niche and identity so you can stand out, become the go-to person in your field and attract more of the right customers. Enjoy the episode. I thought I would talk about websites, in particular homepage, and even more particular than that, I wanted to talk about the opening bit on your homepage. So your three second first impression, as it were, which will make someone decide whether you are for them or not. So maybe you're currently a little bit embarrassed by your website, or maybe it's just not you anymore, or maybe it never really was. And perhaps it's just really old and it's still promoting your old services that you stopped doing over a year ago. They're still there. That's still what your website's about. Then today I'm going to go over two moments you need to create as soon as someone lands on your website. And they won't need any major design work. So they are tweaks that you can do to make the most of your website right now. And then you can think about doing all the other bits and pieces later on when you've got the time or the or the budget for a bigger project. So when I work with my clients, websites are normally the first thing that they want to change. And sometimes their website has actually been that final push as to why they want to work with me to start with, because they just can't stand it anymore. They've stopped using it pretty much entirely. They don't give the link out anymore. And in fact, they try really hard not to let anyone even find it, you know, which is absolutely ridiculous when you think about it, because a website is meant to be there as a great source that you can lead people to, to tell them more about what you do. But I think this is why a website breaks the camel's back, is the straw that breaks the camel's back, to use a cliched metaphor. Because I think when someone realizes that they're ashamed about their website, they can't send anyone to it anymore because they no longer do the thing that their website says they do. They know that there needs to be a change. And when I start working with clients, they know that their website needs a major update, but updating it to what is normally the thing that causes the problem and tends to be the reason why they haven't updated it for so long. It's not so much that they don't have time, although sometimes that is a factor. It's just that they were stuck at that first hurdle of what their website should say. So before I get into how you should be making the most out of your homepage so that you create a connection immediately with your A-list client, I thought I would explain a bit about what your homepage needs to be focusing on. So your homepage is your shop front, as it were. So you want people when they land on your website to understand exactly what you do. They know it's for them and for them to be intrigued to find out more. And this is when they can start to go through other bits on your website. So it doesn't need to say any, everything. In fact, it's best that it doesn't say everything. Same as a shop window, you wouldn't have every single one of your products in the window. You just have the ones that will catch people's eye enough that they will then come into your shop and have a look around at everything else that you offer. 
And the most important part of this is to catch all this engagement to create this engagement happens in the top half of your website. So this is before they've even had a chance to scroll. So the top bit of your website. And this bit is is a bit like when you meet someone in real life, it has that three seconds, whatever it is, to make that lasting impression. And this is the same with your website homepage. You don't want there to be any confusion or any questions because if there is, then people will just click out and go to the next person or they just will discount you forever. They won't be interested. So how do you create that good impression so that as soon as someone lands on your website and how you can make sure that your niche and your special things that you're so awesome at come through and people get you and how you help straight away. So I'm going to go through two moments that you need to create as soon as someone arrives on your website. So the first one is creating they are in the right place moment. So this causes relief, maybe even a bit of excitement that you can help them with that thing that they've been wanting to get sorted for ages. And this doesn't only apply for service-based businesses where you might literally offer a solution to the problem they're having. This can also work for product-based businesses too. So an example from my life at the moment. So recently I've been trying to find the perfect trainers for normal every everyday wear not sports trainers, although actually at the beginning of the year, I was also looking for perfect running trainers, but I found those and they're amazing. But anyway, I love Converse and Supergar, but but I just don't find them very comfy. So I'm all about my feet being comfy, which is one of the reasons why I don't wear heels. So I want to... I want ones that are more like sports trainers, basically comfy with a bouncy padded sole, but I don't want to wear sports trainers. So I'm on the hunt for trainers that look cool, that are a bit different, but they're not ridiculously weird looking or make me look like a teenager. But there will also be like pillows on my feet. So that is what I'm looking for. And it's actually harder than you think. Well, it is for me. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just super picky. But when I come across that magical brand of trainer, I'm going to feel pretty damn excited because I've been looking for a long time. I've got this problem in my head. I'm going to know that I found the solution. So how do you create that right place moment? You've got the top half to explain what it is you do. So this is the bit where as soon as you've gone on your website, you haven't scrolled yet, it's the bit that comes up. So that top half. So you need to start with a line that says who you help and what you help with. And this can include a bit of a tagline too, but it still needs to be accompanied by this sentence. So if you don't have a sentence in this top half, just a picture, then people won't know what you do. If you have just an obscure tagline, which may be funny and may be a really clever play on words, but out of context, people won't understand what it is you do. And a massive long paragraph going into loads of detail, people won't read that. So there's no point in putting that either. So this is the bit when you read at the top, usually accompanied by a great picture of you if you're a service-based business or a product if you are product-based. So you can structure this sentence in a similar way as when you talk to someone face-to-face and tell them what they do. In fact, you can actually use the, the same sentence. This sentence needs to say who you help and how you help. 
So therefore, immediately, people can tick the boxes off in their head and they know that it's for them. So you want to say who you help. And depending on your A-list customer is and how much you've already niched in this area, you want to be as precise as possible. But you don't want to make something up or niche down unnecessarily. So think about who this person is. And if you do still have quite a generic A-list client, like small business owners or something like that, you may want to see if you can add an adjective to describe what type of business owner they are. So you might want to add service-based or maybe something a bit more descriptive like stressed, depending on what that thing is that you're helping with. But the key here is to keep it short and you may have a longer idea of who your A-list client is, but you can just keep that to yourself so you know in more detail, but this is the time to keep it concise. So basically, you need to give enough information that your A-list person is reading it and able to see themselves in that description. They want to be able to know that it is them that you're talking about. And the reason this doesn't have to be really long and in-depth in, in this particular section and when you're talking about it here is because the next part of this sentence and this is when you say what you help with so this is when you start to think about the pain points or worry activators and how you solve them this is when you talk about what they want what the end result is what is their transformation do they want better leads do they want to get better results with their ads or do they just want comfy trainers that feel like pillows on their feet so use the problems your a-list client has and talks about and use the exact words and phrases that they use so once again this is top level stuff the shorthand version, but it needs to convey exactly what you do in a real easy to understand way. So no jargon unless your A-list client uses it, no fluffy words that don't make sense, and nothing that is going to add confusion or give questions. So I go over how to structure this sentence in a bit more detail in previous episode, how to nail your intro sentence. So do check that out as that's a whole episode all about how to create the sentence, how to structure it, all those kind of stuff. So as I briefly mentioned earlier, this sentence is also to accompany a picture of you if you're a service-based business. And especially if you're the face and name of your business, this is really, really important because people want to see you. And having a, a picture, a photo of a person is a super shortcut way for people to get to know you, like and trust you. And people feel a connection when they see somebody. Generic stock photo, even if it is in your brand colors, just doesn't create that same connection as actually seeing someone's face. Or if you're a product business, maybe a beautiful image of your products, maybe your bestsellers or your new line. Seeing your products is, of course, a shortcut for someone to know if they want your products. So to use my trainer example again, the text will say something about them being so comfy, like they're like pillows, which will be a fact, as it were. And then the image of the trainers themselves would be when I decide whether I, I feel that they're cool enough or they're what I kind of had in my head, which would be my opinion. So same as if someone likes the look of you or not, if you're a, if you're a service-based business. 
getting this sentence right will be be going to make you and your business stand out because quite a lot of businesses don't actually do this. They focus too much on snazzy pictures or and graphics or sometimes worse, a video that just takes ages to load that says absolutely nothing about who they help or how they help. So you're already confused. And yes, these might look really cool to have all these snazzy kind of moving images and things in a in a graphic design way, but it has absolutely no user experience. So it's these websites are all about the company or even their designer that designed them. And they're not about the customer at all. So, you know, they they need to, it's not about the customer at all. There's no customer experience. There's nothing there to help explain to the customer that they're in the right place. They might focus on their logo. Okay, that's great. We already know your name. Saying it in bigger letters doesn't explain what you do any more than when it was in small letters. So this is just the equivalent of speaking slower and louder to someone who doesn't speak English. If someone can come to your website and know that it's exactly for them and know how you help, you are already one step ahead of other people in your industry. So next is all about creating that they have read my mind moment. Okay, so now your visitor has read your opening sentence. They know that they're in the right place. They like the look of you. You're onto a good thing already. They have now carried on scrolling to see what else you've got to say. This is when you hit them with the, oh my God, you're reading my mind moment. So they've seen the beginning bit, they're starting to now scroll. And this is where you list just a few bullet points where you focus on the pains, the worries, the stresses, whatever it is that your A-lister is thinking. And these are the things that keep them up at night or what their current problem is and how they're feeling right now to do with a thing that you help with. Think about what your clients say to you when they first ask you for help, or maybe what you see people asking if you see them asking things in Facebook groups, for example. Or of course, you can do a little bit of research. And if you've listened to me before, you know how much I love a bit of fact-based decision-making. So do a little bit of research, find out what these things are that people are thinking in their heads right at this moment. So your visitor needs to be thinking, oh my God, yes, for every single one of these points or majority of these points. And you don't need many of these points. You don't need a a massive long list of, of these bullet points of these things, but just about three to five bullet points is, is plenty. But this is your chance to go into a bit more detail from your previous intro sentence. And this is when you can explore the questions that your A-list client has and the things that are going on in their mind. And it might be that you want to test out some of these sentences and keep reviewing them. So when a client or potential client has a problem, then make a note of it and reuse it in this section. So pretty much word for word on your website, say the thing that they've said to you straight back at them. Don't feel awkward that you're copying or that you should reword it. Don't, because if you use the exact same words and phrases they would use, then that's when they start to think, oh my God, they're reading my mind. After reading these bullet points, they're now going to be thinking, wow, they understand me so much. Now I want to know more about how they can help me, how you can help me. So these are the clinchers. So you've stated who you help and what you help with. And now you let your visitor to website know you understand them. 
And in doing so, you know how to help them and get past those feelings to the other side, to the happiness, less stress, more money, more clients, more leads, whatever that thing is that they want. And after the bullet points, do make sure that you state that they are in the right place. So they know that you have the solution for them. And life doesn't have to be like it is right now. After this, oh my God moment, you can then ask what it is that they want to do next. Because after reading your homepage intro, and it's totally resonating with them, and they're excited, you have the solution, they know they're in the right place, they're amazed that you're reading their mind, and they want to get to know you a little bit more and what you offer, what you've got for them. So now is the time to take them to that extra information. This is when you'll start to look through your site to get to know you a little bit more. And they will all be at different stages. So some might be ready to find out how they can work with you and they're totally sold. And maybe they've been following you for a while. This final read of the website was enough. They're they're sorted. Or maybe it's the first time they've come across you and you still need to build that know, like and trust that little bit more. So give everyone an option. Give some navigation buttons stating what you want them to do next. So it could be straight to your sales page. Another could be to the main source of your content, whether that's your blog, your podcast, your videos. But make sure that you're keeping them on your website though, because you don't want to convince them that they're in the right place and then you send them off somewhere else. You want to keep them on your website. And then the third thing could be your lead magnet or something in particular that you want to promote. Now, there are a few other things that you should have on your homepage as well, such as testimonials. These are really important as it backs up what you're saying about yourself and a brilliant way for social proof as others, not just you, are saying how great you are and how much you help them. But also particular highlighted blogs or podcast episodes. You know, you can include a section of saying a bit more about you, introducing yourself and how you help and also call to actions. But today I wanted to focus on the elements of your website that you can tweak pretty easily, which are going to showcase what you do and how you help without too much heavy design work. And it's obviously good to have a website which looks really nice and that looks professional, but it's far more important to say things that people know that they're in the right place, that they feel you're reading their minds and that they totally resonate with what you're saying. And if you need a real quick fix, as it were, then this is the best place to start to get these bits right. And then you can start to add and work on the other bits of your website. I hope you found that helpful. And if you have a website that currently isn't you and is saying the wrong things, then you can have a think about how you can tweak these important areas on your website so that they're focused on what you're helping with now, not what you did a few months or years ago. And if you're currently creating a new website or just about to, I hope that gave you things to think about and how you can make the most of your new design so that it works hard for you and isn't just a pretty brochure. Along with this episode, I have also created a homepage template for you, which will help you with your homepage layout and what else to include, as well as what I spoke about today. If you want to ask me any questions about your homepage or anything else to do with your niche or business identity or anything else in this episode, then do send me a message on Instagram or Facebook. That's all from me. I'll catch up with you next week. Have a cool week. Thanks so much for listening to the Unleash Your Niche podcast. 
If you have enjoyed this episode, do please check out amykager.com where you'll find more to help you get focused and clear on your niche and how to amplify that in your communication. (laughs) 